Big Mac, Chicken McNuggets, no, Big Mac and Quarter Pounder with cheese, or filet fish You'd be doing the same thing if you were at McDonald's because you can choose not just one, but two of your favorites for just six bucks. Tasty Big Mac, crispy 10-piece chicken McNuggets, juicy quarter pounder with cheese, or savory filet fish Enjoy two of your all-time favorites for just six bucks, if you can decide on the two. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. What's up, everybody? This is Scott Yeager here with another edition of Challenge Mania. And as you know, I have been away in sunny Hawaii, but I am still in the need for some vitamin D. So without further ado, the man on the line, you didn't come for me. You came for D. My man, I've been missing you, brother. Derek Kaczynski, what's up, dude? Welcome back, my man. Welcome, welcome, welcome back. Let me just tell you, my uh, Twitter plugs have been at a D like a D plus at best on, on plugging this podcast, but I'm glad you're back. You're the one that actually starts these fires and makes this stuff happen. So I appreciate you having you back. Um, I'm excited that I'm excited for Cara to be here today because, you know, everyone's been asking her, asking about her. She's done like 10, 11 of these. Um, she is like the face of the challenge, uh, from the women's side. And uh, there's there's so much to talk about. There's so much to talk about. Yeah, I want to look. I want to say thank you to everybody who not only put up with three weeks of an abbreviated schedule. We had a couple weeks with only one podcast. We had D running the ship on social media, so there wasn't as much chatter. There wasn't as many plugs. But thanks for sticking with us. Thanks to everybody who was you know just you know, great and appreciative. And I, there was a couple people. Where's Challenge Mania? Where's Challenge Mania? I'm at work. I want Challenge Mania. Sorry to you guys who missed out on an episode or two, but that's why we're bringing the heavy heat this week. I mean, this is the biggest week in the history of Challenge Mania. Tonight, Derek is back on Vendettas. He's going to battle it with Joss. Our next episode, we're going to dive head on into that. You're going to hear all about that. But today, folks, is all about the one who you guys have the armies for, who you guys are the ultimate defenders for. She's our most requested guest and for good reason. She's an amazing guest. You'll hear she's amazingly candid. We get to as many of your questions as possible. Cara Maria, folks, is on episode 21 of Challenge Mania. We wanted to blow it out big. We know we've been you know, slacking the last few weeks since I've been away. I got to just say something about my that I thought found uh, a little bit ironic about my honeymoon. So most people would go to Hawaii and just relax, but my wife, Lindsay, is amazing. She's an adventurer, and she we put together this trip where you know we're taking helicopter tours around Kauai. I literally woke up at 1.30 in the morning, went to the top of a volcano and biked down it. I literally woke up in a van and three minutes later, I'm on a bike going down a volcano. When we started, we were literally above the clouds. Uh, we're in Kauai doing an 11 mile hike. We did all this amazing adventure stuff. And I'm thinking about, it, I'm like, oh man, I can't wait to tell D. And then I'm thinking about, it, I'm like, wait a minute with your challenge experience. Like that feels like an Uber ride to the final for you. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I'm expecting you to be impressed and everything like that, you know, cause I had this, I am. you know, no, I, I am. Um, it was super fun. We saw whales. It was awesome. But I got, I felt like, you know, oh, it yeah. went through my head a couple times as we're doing it. I'm like, man, t-, I just kept, you know, I'm, I'm on this mile eight of this 11 mile hike. And it's just my voice and in, in my ear, I can hear TJ just saying, you're killing it, man. You killed it. You killed it. man." <laughs> and that's what got me through it. But it was an awesome time. I had a great time on my honeymoon and uh, with my wedding down in Miami. Thank you guys for all the love. 
Really appreciate that. I really appreciate everybody, you know, wishing, wishing us well while we were away. Now we're back. You saw the new logo, folks. We have a new podcast logo. Uh, we have some other news we want to give you. We will be launching some merchandise very soon. There's going to be Challenge Mania t-shirts that you'll be able to pre-order really soon. So stay tuned for that. I know we probably have a lot of new listeners because we have Cara Maria on and she has a huge fan base. So welcome back to all our loyal listeners. You guys make our show what it is. You guys fuel it with questions. You guys fuel it with content. Uh, to our loyal listeners who come back every week, we thank you very much. Keep telling your friends on Reddit and in person. To our new listeners, welcome aboard. This is Challenge Mania, okay? And here we, we provide an outlet for your favorite Challenge stars to go back and rehash and rekindle all of their, their uh, amazing experiences and relationships they've had on the show. We bring the heat straight from your fingers and your mouths, your questions. We do not let them off the hook easy. And it's a great three-way conversation. You got me. I'm straight off the couch, man. I'm a, I'm a lifelong fan of the show. I've, listened, I've watched pretty much every episode. Me and D go way back. D, obviously a veteran of the show who took some time off. He was on the couch for a little bit. Well, technically you're in the oil fields, but now you're back in the fold. You're on Vendettas tonight. And then we always have a rotating guest. This week, it's Cara Maria. So that's the format of the show. Um, welcome aboard. Click subscribe because that's the way you'll get our next episode before we even start plugging it on Twitter. You wake up early in the morning, you're getting on that subway, getting on that commute. Your challenge mania there on Tuesdays and Thursdays is typically when we launch them. We'll be ready for you in your iTunes. Now, if you don't have iTunes, that's cool. It's on Google Play. It's also on Podbean as well. So we do not discriminate. Subscribe to the show. Rate the show if you could. Five stars if you think we're a five-star show. So feel free to listen to this entire one because I think you'll find it as five stars as D and I do. And also, leave a review. I know what you're thinking. Review, what is this? Yelp, is my soup cold? At Denny's, like, why would I review? No, please, just a quick little review, even if it's just to say, love the show, love Derek. Hey, what's up, Derek? Can I get a shout-out? We don't care. Reviews help iTunes figure out who has the most active fans and uh, what the most popular shows are. So we really appreciate that. Now, a few other things. Twitter, at DerekMTV, at Shot of Jaeger. Our guest, you know her very well. You know she's at Cara Maria MTV. If you like today's show, let Cara know on Twitter. If you like today's show and you want to stay on board asking questions and fueling our next show, uh, that's how you get us the questions. We'll let you know who the guest is. We'll say we're taking questions. Send them in. You can be a part of the show and a part of the team. D, what's our next show going to be? Tell them about that. What's going on tonight on MTV about 9 o'clock? Anything going to be on TV tonight? Just only the fucking baddest elimination uh, you'll ever see in challenge history. Yes, I'm going to go on the record and say that. This will be the baddest motherfucking elimination in challenge history. Two dudes beating the shit out of each other till someone fucking drops out. Um, so, uh, yeah, just there's 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 your tease. Um, this will be the closest thing you'll ever see to a UFC match on a challenge. Well, no, we can't use our fists, but we can use everything else. And you'll see it. Knees, kicks, elbows, body checking, all that. Besides that, I want to let people know about the impact. I got my impact. Um, finally I started using it. I love it. You can put up to 60 pounds in it. It's awesome. It's my new workout toy. I love it. Check it out. Impact.com. The impact.com. The impact.com. The impact.com backslash mania for your 15% off. Um, second, I got these, I finally got my first order of t-shirts to sign challenge, throw down jerseys to sign. Um, we will be making these available, um, past February 24th because we had a problem the uh, the company that's making these shirts spelled Derek wrong, believe it or not, had to send them back and they didn't like hurry up to get them done. They waited another like three weeks to get them done. So um, just like our merch that we're going to be selling, it's going to take a little bit of time to get there. 
Um, but I finally got the first first stack right here. I'm looking at it. I'm going to sign them. I'm going to get them out today um, and try to get them to as soon as possible. The Philly event is this weekend. We're going to be celebrating with the Philadelphia Eagles, believe it or not. I don't know if you know that the Philadelphia Eagles won the championship or the Super Bowl while you were in, in, uh, in, in Hawaii, Scott. But um, we're going to fly Eagles, fly and celebrate uh, this Saturday. February 24th with like a gang load of us. It's a charity event. 50% of proceeds go to DM Brown's med gift. I know this is a long winded intro. Let's get to Cara, bro. Let's go real quick. What are you not going to forget this time in Philly? If some of the challenge maniacs come and find you Philly, what will you casually hand them? I'm not joking. I'm grabbing the stickers right now and putting them in my under armor backpack that I got on the dirty 30 and they are in there. Do you hear me? Yeah. Do you hear this? Do you hear this? They are, they are in, and. But that's only half the battle. That's only half the battle, dude. Because last time you left them in the hotel. So I want you, 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 you better. I want to put those right by your door. Put them in your fanny pack. Whatever you're bringing out to party with the folks in Philly, fly eagles, fly, and all that. But yep. guys, seriously, he'll have the stickers in Philly, and we're gonna have some new stickers pretty soon. We're gonna have some T-shirts. We're gonna have some amazing Challenge Mania merchandise. You guys are gonna love these designs. So stay tuned for that. Um, and guys, everybody, everybody tweet, everybody tweet at the Grunt Guy. At the grunt guy, Derek needs to remember the challenge mania stickers. Please do that. Thanks. Yeah, and trust, I will be blowing up his text as well. Um, <laughs> trust me. I'm going to set an alarm every three hours. Do you have the stickers? Do you have the stickers? Do you have the stickers? And I'll text Brittany as well and let Brittany know to remind you too. Um, anyway, Perfect. so, guys, the last thing is people keep asking about Challenge Mania Live. As you guys know, I was on my honeymoon. Too quick of a turnaround to get one ready for Philly. But the next time that the Challenge Showdown comes to Philly, it's only a three-hour drive from New York. I can make it down there easier. Once we get this Challenge Mania Live up and running, we will come back to Philly. Sorry to you guys, but they do have an escape room they do have the amazing throwdown event so go to challengeshowdown.com to buy tickets coming to new york the first weekend in june they're doing the same deal it's going to celebrate diem's birthday it's going to be an awesome weekend and we will have a challenge mania live for you guys we'll have ticket info we'll have venue info all that stuff coming probably in march so stay tuned guys i know all you new listeners are saying you're probably texting your friend you listen to this car maria challenge mania do they talk for this long or before every episode yes we do because we have a lot of stuff to plug but we are done with that follow us on twitter at car maria mtv at Derek mtv at shot of jaeger you know the three things to do subscribe rate and review this is challenge mania folks and this is the guest you have wanted to hear more than anybody so without further ado the female face of the franchise ladies and gentlemen i'll let you introduce her d you didn't come to see D. You came to see C A R A Maria. All right, everybody. This is the 21st episode of Challenge Mania, and that means that it was 21 too many episodes before we had on the guest that since we started this thing, you guys were begging us to have her on. She has the most rabid fan base out of anyone ever on MTV. I think like it rivals like Carson Daly's fan base in the peak of TRL. Ladies and gentlemen, she needs no introduction, but she's going to get one anyway. Miss Cara Maria Sorbello. How are you? I just pictured myself like walking into a wrestling arena with like fireworks going off and smoke bombs and music. So that was just my visual. Thank but where, you. But where, are, but where are you really, Cara? Tell them where you really are. I had to set my alarm and I'm awake in my bed. <laughs> That's where I am in my bed. Under my blankets. Comfortable. 
See everybody, you Jesus still- Jesus does take naps, everybody. <laughs> Just so you know. Yeah. What up? Well, nice to meet you. Thanks to you guys for finally having me on. And now I can finally say it, Derek. How's my Spartan warrior? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm glad to be I'm glad to have you on and I'm glad to be back in the ring tonight and I'm glad to be able to take a trip down memory lane with Cara Maria and find out like where all this started, how all this started for you, where me and you started, uh, got to know each other, where Abe falls in, where Kyle falls in. Oh boy. Um, I know. I know. I asked you before if anything was off limits, you didn't mention you, you could put literally just throw everything on the table. Cause I'm not going to be that person. If I need to be a politician and like divert, I'll, I'll work on that. But anything you want to ask me, just ask and I'll just, I'll be honest. I really, uh, I really just want, I, I kind of want to start off with a, a funny challenge story sure. uh, that uh, happened to me and you on the, the challenge 30. Uh, <laughs> okay. and, yeah. And it goes, and it goes a little like, so I thought me and you were pretty cool. You know, I was like the old dude walking into Cara Maria's uh, gym sessions at uh, in the, in the dirty 30 gym, whatever the hell we called it. We should have gave it a name. I think every gym on every challenge should have, should have a name. I guess we'll call it the dirty 30 gym. And, um, Carl Maria would always have these, uh, workout sessions and just killer, um, <laughs> ab sessions. And I'd be like that old dude strolling in to the aerobics room with all the, you know, with all the good looking girls. And, um, and I, I, I somehow fit in. And I figured at some point I could at least give Cara like a, like a hug or like a, a pat on the back or like a, Hey, how you doing? Nudge. And every time I did that, she seemed to like squirm away and really treat me like I was that old creepy dude trying to like cop a feel. And I was no. like, whoa, I was like, whoa, dude. I was like, I was like, I thought we were, this was cool. She's like, no offense, Derek, no offense. But like, I, I, I just don't like it when people touch me. So, oh, at, yeah. <laughs> so after, but after, um, after we finally somehow made oh, God, it, I um, remember that. <laughs> after, after somehow uh, we make it through this um, crazy fucking challenge of, of the Dirty 30, um, uh, we're, we're partnered, up, partnered up for most of it. This is the one happy moment. Maybe two, <laughs> the one happy moment. I know moment. where you're going with us. I know <laughs> where you're going with us. <laughs> so, so on the Dirty 30, this is the one happy moment. We finally make it to the end. And um, we're, we're together for most of it. And like, the whole thing. I, the Nobody whole thing. wanted to be our partners. <laughs> yeah, we make it all the way to the end. Um, literally, where we're like texting each other, uh, before the before the reunion, being like, "Do you think we won? Is there a chance that we won?" We walk through the ins and outs, and because we both fucking hate the ending of that, this is the one happy moment. Is like at some point we're go- going up this hill and um up this mountain we're climbing up this mountain and we're like we have the lead and like we're like crushing it yeah and um and uh it, it just gets to a point where like the mountains are just like super steep and i'm like cara do you mind if i put my hands on your butt i'm just gonna spot you so she was just literally like i was just giving her just a little spot by you, putting you my totally hands. you totally put your hand on my butt and like help scooch me up that little steep part right there. <laughs> well, it was mainly like I was putting my hands on like the top of her hamstrings and the bottom of her butt cheeks to sort of just kind of give her like a little. Derek, 
Derek, you you definitely had your hand. We could just you had your hand on my butt. You I had both my hands. We were there together. We had that moment. And now now I'll hug you whenever. <laughs> now she'll hug me whenever. She'll dance with me. It's fucking we, awesome. It was only awkward, and I'll throw back to anybody that doesn't know, is on cutthroat. This was the most I, I don't know if I have this like in my head as something way bigger than what it was, but in my head. It, on Cutthroat, it was you against three other dudes had you surrounded. And it was like this pit bull in the middle of this, on this elimination ring. In Not the elimination ring, it was the final challenge called Riot Act. The final challenge right before the final. And every man for himself, king of the hill, but there was teams. And you're in the middle, and I think it was the, the biggest dude. You had Dunbar, Brad and Tyler surrounding you and you like they all like it was like a scene from a movie they all came and like caved in on you and all of a sudden like just like a scene out of 300 you like rise up with your friggin shield and like all the guys got like thrown back like straight out of a movie and they're all staring at each other as you're in the middle, like, come on, come get me. What do you got? And they're all like, do, do you want, do you want to do it? You want to go? Like, they're all looking at each other, like, which one wants to come at Derek? And they're all twice your size. And I remember watching that and I'm like, this guy is a goddamn animal. Like you, Derek, I'm telling you, like, if there's one strength that you have, it's not only your heart, but it's just the fact that like, for someone your size, you, like, destroy. Like, you against anybody, people are like, that. Derek's going to kill this. Like, nobody can doubt you because of what we've seen you do. Like, you are so fierce. It's insane. And I called you on Twitter, I believe, um, a Spartan warrior. <laughs> You're an animal. Yeah, I think um, you just made D's day with that 300 reference. Dude, it's, that's <laughs> the visual that I have in my head. And then even watching Abram after the fact, it was Abram against Brad. And Brad's huge. Brad's bigger than Abram, but Abram's a lunatic. <laughs> and Abram just, like, went after him with the shit. And that is another, like, superhero moment of Abram that I have in my head of him going after Brad and knocking Brad off, too. That was just, that challenge was brutal. And it was... It was insane to watch you and Abram, like, shine. You mentioned at the top we want to find out how this long, illustrious story began. And, look, we're going to do our best. You guys came with – I mean, every time – it feels like I'm a broken record. I say this every time that our listeners come with amazing questions and come in droves with these just hordes of questions. But someone like you who's been on so many seasons and has such a passionate fan base, I mean, the questions were really great this time. So I'm going to try to weave as many in and out of this sure. interview as we can in an organic fashion. Um and a few of these do come into play with this that we want to start with because we want to talk Dirty 30. We want to talk Vendettas, which is obviously still on the air and at the top of everyone's mind. Uh, and then we obviously, you know, we want to get to your entire career and all the questions people have about your relationships and your, your vendettas and your feuds. But we love to ask people about their, their, you know, their inception story, if you will, for how they got entered into this challenge mania universe. And you were one of the, I, I believe it was the first breed of, of fresh meat 
people who kind of went second. Okay. So we're the second breed of, of people who were just put directly onto a challenge. Um, I would love to know what your, your casting experience was. What was it that drew you to the MTV universe? Was the goal initially to do a real world or something like that? And you fell into this was the athletic, you know, stuff always in the back of your mind, because it seems like you kind of evolved into this beast that you've become today. Fitness wise. Talk about that. It's been a journey. Take us back to day one of that journey. (laughs) I, all right. A lot of people who, if anybody like really knows my history, they've, they've heard me tell the story like a million times, but I'll just do a brief overview. Um, growing up, I never did sports or anything ever. I've only ever ridden my horse. I never partied. I'm like, Oh, I'll just be on the equestrian team. I'll go ride my horse on the weekends. Like I was total art geek, like arts and crafts and horses. That's all I cared about growing up. Um, and when I was in college, I remember I was at my friend's dorm and they were watching the real world and I had seen, you know, the real world like on and off. Like I was never a a super fan. I would admit if I was like, but I I would just, you know, if it was on, I'd catch an episode. Like I never really followed it. And I had seen uh, road rules and maybe the real world like way back in the day. So I was familiar with it. But um, I was at my friend's dorm and I was telling them something that happened to me that day. And they were like, wait for a commercial. I think this was the days before, like, DVR and stuff. I don't know. And they were like, they were like, wait for a commercial, wait for a commercial. We want to see what happens. And I'm like, what do you care about these people that you don't even know? Like, who cares? Like, I'm trying to tell you something. And for just out of pure random whatever, I was like, well, if they're not going to pay attention to me, I'm going to make them. And it was like a joke. I was, I'm telling you, the last kid picked in everything, never won anything, like, I, I had zero thoughts of anything, but I went home. I went to MTV.com. I went to casting. I scrolled down the bottom. I was like, Oh, real world. Okay. Click. And it said real world casting is closed. And I was like, whatever. I'll just submit my crap anyways. Like I didn't. Think <laughs> it. And I submitted about three pictures in like three sentences. And I was like, I'm an only child. I love horses. I drive a stick ship bar. That's it. And <laughs> I got a phone call when I was riding my horse, <laughs> coincidentally, and I was like, "Well, I'm riding my horse right now." Like, I was, and uh, they were like, "Well, we want to, we want to talk to you about the real world." You know, oh, not the real world. They wanted to put me on Bad Girls Club, Ooh. and I remember being like, "Because they're like, you know, real world casting's closed, but we like your look, and we think, you know, we want to talk to you about Bad Girls Club." And I was like, "No, <laughs> I am not a bad girl. I am a straight A student. Like, I am. I don't do drugs. Like, I don't really." party like but but for some part of me was curious and literally in the back of my head a voice was like well go to it let them meet you and then see if they'll put you on something else because I knew I never wanted to do bad girls club so I I ended up going I'm surrounded at a table by these girls and like yeah my daddy abandoned me when I was like 10 and then I slept on the streets and I've been you know putting a dig in a mile for the five dollars so I could go do this to my kids and like this is what's going on like damn that was really good that was really good I don't don't know it was like it was like the most (laughs) I was just surrounded by Boston's finest anyways uh and all these girls are telling all these crazy stories about drugs and hard party lives and all this stuff and I'm like I make arts and crafts on the weekends and uh <laughs> I had I was such a loser I was like I don't belong here I'm not gonna do this again and so they called me and asked me to come back for a second round and I'm like really no and then eventually they I think 
what they tried to do was put me on the real world, but it was either going to be Cancun or DC and I didn't quite fit in. And then I thought all, I forgot all about it. Like I'd gone to a couple more interviews that they kept calling me back for. And I think they had me on the back burner and they knew they wanted to use me, but didn't know where or how. So I moved to LA, totally got into my like rock and world, rock and roll lifestyle. Like I was working at like a fetish bar. I was dressed in leather. I thought I was like a vampire pirate. I was playing the drums and like, they call me and they're like, we, we want to do an interview with you. And I'm like, again, I was like, you don't cast people like me. You don't cast girls that look like me. You have your, you know, your jock, your blonde, your, your token gay person. Like, I was like, you don't, I was like, I don't fit in. And they're like, well, let us talk to you anyways. So I plop the thing down in my drum kit. I talked to him. I didn't even have any makeup on. And they're like, okay, the next day, they're like, you're cast for the ch- fresh meat. And I was like, what is that? Like, I didn't even know. And then uh, cue life now. And uh, somehow they kept calling me back. Yeah, if you, didn't know what it, if you didn't know what it was, fresh meat probably sounded pretty weird. It did. I was like, what is this? And I actually talked to one of my friends who was challenge obsessed. Like, We've been watching forever. And I was like, well, what do I need to do? Because like I wasn't the most I would do was like a jog around the block. Like I wasn't working out in L.A. I was living in L.A. I wasn't working out. I was just riding like I would go for, you know, ride my horse and then maybe do a jog. That's it. How long does it take on the 405 when you're riding a horse? <laughs> <laughs> I used to ride up in Griffith Park. Like they had the I'd ride for like hours. I leased a horse out there. It was awesome. Now, let me Sorry, let me just get to a question that Jessica asked because she says, you know, she wants to know when you did your first challenge, did you have any idea or desire to make a name for yourself like you have in the challenge world or did it kind of just happen? So, did you ever have the foresight to think this could have become sort of a career and a life path for you or did you think I mean, it seems, you know, very spontaneous at the time. I know it was a lengthy casting process, but when you did the first season, did it seem like this was going to be a one and done or was this, did you, you know? One and done. Really? Yeah. One and done a hundred percent because it's a different time. <clears throat> Think this was back in 2009, like not to make myself seem super old, but this was back in 2009 that I did my first season. So it's a different world now where people really go out and they seek to be famous and stuff like that. When I did it, it was more of like an adventure. Like, I didn't even think they would cast me. Like, I thought they forgot all about me. And then I moved out to L.A. and then they called me again. So when I went and did it, it was like, what is this experience? What am I in for? And then uh, being the first one gone, I was like, well, that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, nothing good ever happens. Like, I was such a, <laughs> I was such a Debbie Downer. I was like, well, you know. And I was telling my work, like, hey, guys, I'm going to be gone. I'm doing this thing. You know, and they're like, okay. And then I was back a week later and I was like, well, yeah, that was quick. Like, I'll never do that again. Like, I never in a million years saw myself uh, in the challenge world where I am today at all. So goes to show you. <laughs> you know what? You know what's really funny about that casting process? I, I kind of, or that casting pitch that you gave them. And maybe this is why we kind of see eye to eye um, is because I kind of felt the same way. Like the whole time. I went into these casting calls. I'd be like, you're not going to pick me. Everyone on TV's tall, dark, and handsome. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm none of those. Why would you pick me? I'm like, I'd be like watching TV and be like, man, that motherfucker's tall. I never pick short people for these yeah. shows, you know? And I'd go in there, I'd fucking sell them like that. Like, in reality, like, I'm thinking that people on TV probably should look like Joss. Yeah. You know? 
uh, like even even in tonight's interviews, like if I don't know if, if how much interview they're gonna show a Joss, but I'm just like, fucking look at Pretty Boy over there, you know? Oh like, yeah, he is an he is he is an Adonis that guy. Yeah. Every one of my friends, it's so funny because we watch the show and my girlfriends are all like, they text me, they watch it with me, and they're like, oh my god, why did you not get on Joss? Why did you not get on him? He's perfect and beautiful, and I was like. <laughs> like I, I don't know. I guess we all have different types, but he really is an Adonis. Like he is a, a beautiful man. But uh, yeah, and and that's and that's how I look at it too. Like I was always that dude in high school that was like, I'm really not trying to hang out with the pretty boys. You know what I mean? I'd rather whoop the pretty boys' motherfucking ass. You know? You what know I mean? what's badass too, Derek? Is like you really are pound for pound. Like I, there's not one thing except maybe a puzzle that uh, we could put in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> that I'd be like, Derek, like physically, physically, anything that you put in front of you, I'm like, Derek's going to demolish this. Like nobody looks, I never look at your size. And it's funny because when people meet me, they're like, they, they always think that I'm way bigger than from TV. Then when they meet me, they're like, oh my God, you're so tiny. And like, I take pictures of people who watch the show and I'm on my tiptoes because I really am like, people don't realize I'm five, four. I have to work out and put some muscle on me. I'm 130 to 135 on a good day. And every one of these girls mostly are taller than me and heavier than me. So if I have to face them in something physical, I need to be like, I need to have a little bit of muscle on me. I need to pull out the heart of Derek because I'm not on paper. They're bigger than me. They should win, you know? Yeah, I but think a lot of people like could benefit much... from the heart of Derek on that show. Yes. I'm looking at you, uh, Corey. No, but no, for real, though, Cara, like, you've come, like, such a long way. Like, even, I just remember um, when I met you on Cutthroat, like, that's, you weren't this, you know, imposing athlete. I would even question, does this girl, you know, has she ever done anything athletic, really, other than ride a horse? No. And I'm not <laughs> athletic. Try to throw me a ball. <laughs> you'll, you'll see how non-athletic I am. Anyways, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it, it's, it's really interesting um, because just to see how long you've come, even from, you know, even from the cutthroat days to now I'm seeing you do these bar muscle-ups and stuff, like, it's, it's awesome to see how far you've gone. I mean, I mean, I mean you, you are the face of a nationally televised TV show. On the women's side, you know, and because everybody it's... else retired or had babies <laughs> or got in trouble. So I'm like, <laughs> but I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take take it. the fucking throne, Kara. Get pregnant. Of... Everybody get pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, let's let's start from the let's start from the beginning. Like it, it was kind of different the way they did fresh meat back then. Right. Like um, they did a combine with you. Didn't they do a combine with you? Yeah. You know, what's funny is they did. They set up the first thing that they did. I, I'm thinking, I'm picturing in my head, we're going to show up to this mansion. It's going to be like drinks and partying and naked <laughs> people. And they drag us to a cold, rainy tent in the middle of Canada, put us on a cot. And the next day they're like, okay, guys, do a dash, do a sprint, do this agility thing, jump over this wall, do a puzzle and climb a rope and do pull-ups. I don't even think I had done a pull-up before then but like for me it was like a gym day like and it was actually like an obstacle course day and for and I just loved it 
I had so much fun. I think I was the fastest sprinter. Um, I think I was one of the only girls that could climb the rope. I was the only girl that could do more than two pull-ups. Um, I didn't know how to bench press. I think Carly was the only one that could do that. Um, but for me, it was just a fun day. Like, I just had fun. Um, so, but, yeah, they put us through the club lines. So they I, put still you through- have, I still have the uh, somewhere. I still have the fresh meat book that they gave to everybody to look through and pick who they wanted. I still have that, like, put away somewhere. What do you mean pick who they wanted? You guys got to pick your partners or, or the veterans got to pick their partners? No, they showed up, pulled a totem to say what number they want, what order they could pick in. And mm-hmm. Derek pulled number one. Darrell. And uh, it was between me and Laurel, his pick. Wow. Because um, we had the best scores on paper. But he went with me in case he had to, like, hold me over a cliff or something. I was smaller. So that just, it just happened. Like that, that was like right there. That's like, I mean, he had to pick between you and Laurel. That like reminds me yeah. of like, that's like that draft with like LeBron and Carmelo Anthony. And he's <laughs> like, who should I, t-? who would have been the Darko Milicic of that draft? Like who was the, who was the fresh meat girl on your season who never really panned out? Do you guys remember who that was? Uh... And by the way, I don't think Carl knows any mm. of the names you just said for the record. Nope. None. <laughs> well, I, I figured that I figured that when she said throw me a ball and see how unathletic I am, I figured she wouldn't know who Darko Milicic were. But for our uh, our basketball fan challenge maniacs out there, I figured I'd throw him a nice little uh, metaphor. Um, but no, but it, Carla, let, let's let's talk about like that when you come in fresh meat and they did it. You know, we talk about on this show. Derek loves the conversation of whether this thing's a sport, um, and I think that's a really fun way to kind of put that out on the table. Having you guys do a combine, get your times, and letting people like Darrell look at you guys on paper and see how you might be, you know, yeah. good for their you know benefit. And I think really that's what makes Darrell a champion. Is, is he's like, you know what, this Laurel girl looks like she's a beast, but I don't know if I'm gonna be able to carry her up a mountain. So Maybe if stuff yeah. goes south, I should go with this Car Maria girl who has the, sat- the stats to back it up as well. Um, but, like, you know, a lot of people want to know how you uh, – if you still keep up in contact with people who aren't on the show anymore. Could you even remember – like, do you remember your quote-unquote draft class from that year of Fresh Meat, who your uh, peers I, were at the time? I do. First of all, I love Brendan. Like, I missed the crap out of him. I heard he had a kid and he's doing his thing. Like, he was such a real good guy. So I'm sad that, you know, we haven't seen him on in a while. Um, Vinny, I just saw in Vegas, he, uh, he's married and has a kid or something now. And looks blown up and looks like extremely blown up. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, who else? You know, I, I, I remember I got such a kick out of Carly, uh, Sandy. Um, I don't know whatever happened to Mandy. I'm sure she'd come back if she, if, I don't know. I don't know what happened to Mandy. Um, CT would choke her. Yeah, Teresa went and had a kid and got married. Uh, Carly, um, Carly, I don't know what happened. I think Carly got married, uh, but I remember I was rooting for her. I'm surprised she didn't come back for another one. Um, Yeah, so really the only girls that made it out of that are me and Laurel and none of the guys. Wow. Yeah. None of the guys. Wow. None of the, that's, that's, that's funny. Cause I think from the first wave of fresh meat was very, I mean, there were some girls as well, but very guy. I mean, that's where we got the Kennys and the, and the Evans. Right. So that was more some a, girls, some girls, fresh meat one was Evelyn and Diem. Right. That's yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was, so I think girls. across the board, I think they, yeah. So they, they did really well with the first fresh meat cast. And then with the second one is pretty much you and Laurel 
are the you know we're the flag bearers and that's it so i mean going 50 50 isn't bad for them but yeah obviously across the board now this is a great question from i'm lover 77 so sorry we don't know your actual name but what's one piece of advice that vendetta's cara maria would share with fresh meat cara maria oh all right honestly i have this is a whole different age the age of social media and it wasn't so big when i first started um but i you talk about derek you just talked about like my physical growth but more than anything, I want to say like my, my emotional growth, because there's so much that I, I cringe when I look back at old car Maria, like how I reacted to situations, how I felt about things. And I, I was such, I mean, I'm still, I still, you know, get the social anxiety. I'm still a weirdo. I, I still love being alone, but like, I was just so, I didn't know how to be around people. I didn't know how to interact and how to take things and what people were saying about me online. And I felt like I had to defend everything. And it's just, I was so down on myself and so insecure. And now who I am today, I'm just like, you know, like right now, you, you, I got castmates talking horrible things about me online, you know, going crazy, like trying to poke at the bear. And instead of, you know, what Johnny would do is stir the pot and make it funny. I don't know how to do that. I'd rather just not acknowledge it. So if I could go back and tell myself anything, it's don't take things personally. Just do the best you can do. And would anything, if people are really coming at you, it's it's problems that they have within themselves. It's not you. Because if there's someone I really don't like and that I don't think is cool or anything or that I just hate, I won't be around them. But I'm not going to stick or I'm not going to come up to them and be like, nobody likes you. Everybody hates you. You're ugly. Like, and pull out their insecurities and try to drag them down and call them names. Like, and I never did that, you know, but I would take it personally when people do it to me. And now, especially in this day and age, when people do that to you, it's something wrong with them. So it's their problem. It's not yours. And also Kara ease up on the Twitter, man. I'm doing so good this year. Like this is the car that I want to be <laughs> like not acknowledging anybody with any of their crap, even though it's probably, you know, what the big ups at MTV want you to do. But I just, I can't like, there's another way, man. And it's not that way. And I, it took me a long time to learn that if it's not my relationship, if it's not my problem, it's not my business. So, well, let me, well, let me ask you this because there's a pretty, uh, pretty, what turned into like this monumental moment last week, monumental week for the challenge in this ridiculous note. I can't believe um, how much they wrote on this note last week. Um, yeah. I just, I can't believe they, they actually, they actually paid out $3,100 to someone that could guess who wrote the note. So for the record, um, yeah. for the record, I was having text conversations with Jemmy and uh, Brittany since we got off this this season we have been texting every day like who wrote the note who wrote the note who wrote the note i have never in my life known there to be a challenge secret kept this long till this point till literally it aired we had no idea nobody knew i think except for leroy and johnny nobody knew that's the first how do you keep a secret that long nothing stays secret in a challenge house so i i i thought i saw something um uh, it's like something online a text uh, not a text or a tweet or something that said that you will not acknowledge yes. the person that wrote the note. Um, do you, are you standing by that? Or was that just something said you out know, of the, of the moment? 
No, because when I said that, and admittedly, I really, like, in my heart of hearts, thought it was somebody from the downstairs room. I thought it was one of those girls that were not in our alliance. I actually, at some point, thought maybe it was one of the girls in our room. I didn't know. And for me, if it was, like, I was accused multiple times by multiple people. I was actually one of the main people in the house that people were accusing of writing it. Like, crazy. Um, And I was like, if it was me, or if it was somebody in my room, or if it was one of those girls downstairs, which who we thought, like, I never in a million years, the most obvious person would be Johnny. But I never thought it'd be him. It was a girl's writing. Who would think that he'd have his sister write something before he even got there, you know? So my idea of who I thought it was, was like, this is malicious. This is mental. For somebody to try to stir problems in our room, to turn it around and accuse me of doing it, like, it came off as malicious. It came off as psychotic, obsessive, and malicious. There was like three notes. That somebody would come into our room. Like it just put a bad taste in our mouth, and it wasn't. It wasn't funny. It was. It seemed mean, but now the fact that it came out, and it was Johnny, but that he had done it before he even came to the challenge. Like he had these notes written before he even came into the house. So it. It wasn't like it was malicious. It was really him being a prankster who already had, like, all these, you know, ideas beforehand. So it's not like he did it to be malicious. He did it to be, like, funny prankster. Whereas if it was me or if it was any of the girls downstairs, that would have been malicious. And if it was one of us and we were denying it to each other's faces all the way up until the thing aired, that'd be mental. That'd be psychotic. So was it sort of... It was sort of a relief to find out that it was him because you're like, oh, we already no, hate him. It wasn't. I was mad. I was <laughs> like, now I look stupid. I was like, everything I ever thought to be true was wrong. I feel like an idiot because I, the most obvious person nobody like even looked at, like me, Jemmy, and Veronica were in their room every day being like, who did it? We think it's them. And then they're like, but is it you, Kara? And I'm like, no, it's not me. Like, you know, it. I think the thing is when I wrote that tweet, I really thought it was somebody who had done it to cause problems, who was malicious with it, and who had lied to our faces the entire time and had bad intent. Whereas the fact that it was Johnny and it was done before, like the fact that those notes weren't directed at anybody, it was just for like, just to cause problems, but be, but in a prankful way, like it wasn't actually, cause he didn't have any, problems with any of us you know what I mean like if it was the girls between the girls that would have been actual malicious intent you know like it's just different because he didn't have it directed at anybody yeah he already had the hoodie ready to go the notorious hoodie he said you know time to get your orders in for Valentine's Day if anybody listening to this got their girlfriend fiance (laughs) or wife a notorious Johnny Bananas hoodie for Valentine's Day Please tweet oh. us and let us know, and let us know what day she broke up with you, if you, yeah, would, if you wouldn't don't. mind. Do not support, do not buy any of his merchandise. I want to, I'm going to like vomit all over his inventory. Like I'm so, honestly, like he's smart as hell for doing this. Like who thinks of this? But 
I feel stupid <laughs> and I'm mad. Well, the answer so, for who thinks to, of it actually, as Derek let me know, and as is kind of getting some traction on social media, is that this is actually from the brain of a former Challenge Mania guest. Oh, well, I'm supposed to keep this under wraps. I'm supposed to keep this under wraps. Really? The, the, the notorious one, the one that actually came up with this, is supposed to save this for a future Challenge podcast, I heard. Oh. The person that was there's actually another brain behind this car. All right, so I, think I'm I, saw, gonna... I, I saw the tweet actually. I, I know who it is. Yeah. Okay. okay. So we'll keep that. We'll keep that hush hush because their shirt, their shirt is going to be dropping right before Memorial Day, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but I'm just kidding. But no. But as far as merch, we will have news for uh, uh, Challenge Mania merch is coming at you guys. You can be able to pre-order real soon. Just a quick plug for that. I got to use a segue. You mentioned Evelyn and Diem from that awesome first season of Fresh Meat. Uh, someone who comes up quite a bit when we're like, who do you guys want to have on? Who do you guys want to have on? Everyone's like, Car Maria, Car Maria, Car Maria, Car Maria Defender, Car Maria. But then everyone always <laughs> wants to hear Everyone always wants to hear from Evelyn, who's like completely off the grid. So Martin asks, yeah. asks you, since you talked to Evelyn, would she be open to doing another challenge, if you know? And I'm going to throw in there, this one's from Scott from uh, Manhattan, New York City. He wants to know, would she ever be open to doing Challenge Mania? I'm sure she would definitely do the podcast. Um, but... I don't know. You know, she's fully invested in becoming a lawyer. Like, she went down the law path, and that's her thing last time I saw her. And I don't think she would come back and do another challenge. Like, she's not in the shape that she was. She's still strong as hell, but, like, she was, you know, training, like, a beast mode. Now she's studying, and she's becoming successful. Like, she's getting a real job. Um, And and it's so funny because back when I started doing the challenges, like, I I had to run two finals against Evelyn. She is a beast of beasts, you know, so I don't take any shame in coming in second place to Evelyn and to Emily Schrom, of all people. So, yeah, those are the people that I lost to second place. Oh, and yep. uh, Camilla. Wait, oh, sorry, we're gonna we're gonna have to bleep that. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to bleep that, guys. So, uh, so yeah, she lost to uh, Emily Schramm. She lost to Evelyn. She lost to Beep Miller. Um, another person you mentioned is our. Uh, <laughs> the lovely DM who obviously we celebrate every time we do a challenge throwdown um, event is all uh, giving back to Medgif, which DM started. And uh, we have more news on the New York event. We're going to be doing a challenge mania live. Also some money will be going to, to Medgif for that. So stay tuned for that. But um, somebody had a really great question. I love this question from, I'm going to butcher this name, but it's Araceli. I think Araceli, I'm sorry, but great question. She said, uh, or they said they saw the Instagram post about friends giving at DMs. Any memories that really stand out from that night, and in what other ways have fellow cast members become more like family to you, Kara? That what I what I mostly remember is that it was my first Thanksgiving away from home for my family because I moved to LA like as soon as I graduated. I was 21. I lived in LA for like three years. Dude, and... I've done a friendsgiving with DM too. Yeah, she. The thing is, is though she saw because I remember I was on my way home and I was like I was gonna stop at 7-Eleven for like a turkey and cranberry sandwich like because I didn't I just didn't know anybody I didn't have everybody if the friends that I did have had gone home to their families like nobody was around and uh I just wrote that uh that Facebook status and she saw it I wrote a Facebook status like well I guess I'll just have a fucking chicken a turkey sandwich and uh DM's like you absolutely will not she goes, you are coming out with me and my friends, all of the orphans. We have a Friendsgiving. Like, you have to come. And I hadn't met her. I didn't even know. Wow. She just knew that I was on the challenge, that I had done wow. Fresh Meat, one episode. You know what I mean? Like, she, I was nobody. 
And she, she pushed me to come. She's like, no, you have to come. And I was like, okay. And that's when I met her. That's when, you know, I met her, I met her friends. I met her like just, and, and I remember just feeling so welcomed. Whereas usually, you know, girls can be clicky or catty or whatever, but she was so welcoming and just telling me stories about her friends and introducing me to everybody and making me feel so welcome and so comfortable. And it just showed like the type of human that she is. Like I, like she is such a special, beautiful person. And like, I will always be thankful for that, for her doing that for me. Like that means more than anything. So I just remember the overwhelming sense of feeling welcome and loved and included. So that was very special. Yeah, I I remember my uh, the one Friendsgiving that I went to or Thanksgiving. I didn't call it a Friendsgiving. She just like invited me over for Thanksgiving, and uh, and it was at the time where we, me and her, were still um, we're still good friends. I think we're still trying to figure out if there's some sort of an attraction. And um, oh yeah, and <laughs> and and, uh, and she kind of she invited me over for like Thanksgiving. It was like a beautiful thing, and it was for the first time it made me realize that like in LA they have these friendsgivings because everyone's like this transplant. Yeah. But, and it wasn't like she had family there. It was just like, it seemed like really close friends that really knew how to like take care of people and do things right. And they had these awesome, like American bulldogs. I think, are those, no, British. What, hold on. English bulldogs. The, the, English bulldogs. <laughs> English bulldogs. You know them fat. <laughs> Those little fat things that drool all over the place. You wanted to like, say British Bulldog because of the wrestler from the 90s. Be honest. That's why you wanted to say British Bulldog. That's exactly why we do Challenge Mania, and that's exactly why Car came out with, like, fireworks on today's podcast. That's exactly <laughs> why. Yes. Yes. GM had Jim. British Bulldogs all over the place, and I, did, I played with them the whole time, and it was just, like, this <laughs> such, such a warm welcoming. It was, it was awesome. She, she was definitely, uh, she, she, like, I remember when I, I watched, I'd gone back after I got eliminated, I was like, well, I guess I should probably watch some challenges. So I know, you know, if I ever go back or what I could have, should have, would have done. So I watched some old seasons and I remember seeing her fresh meat and just falling in love with her. And I'm like, there's no way a human could be this real, this genuine. Like, that's just for the cameras. Like, there's no way, oh, she, there's no way she's really like that. And when I met her, she was all that and more like she's, she told she's she explained herself as a girl's girl you know like she really she oh my god she is such a light and the way that she is like she always wanted to assume the best in girls she was never like you know the catty awful person like she would always take the girl's side over the guys like she was just such a good person i i really miss her yeah she was just like pure just yeah like- she really was like just good inside and out like wanted to help people like yeah that was her goal that was her mission that's what she did dude she created she created medgift to help people that um that that can't help themselves you know what i mean um i don't did you know that she she had uh she created a uh a ch- um an organization called live for the challenge before no. medgift you didn't know that Mm-mm. i th- i believe from from my understanding is there's actually a med gift before med gift, um, called live for the challenge. And I think she sold it or whatever, however that works. Um, I don't know if it turned into med gift, but it was kind of a similar concept. And I remember us having that conversation and I was just like, you are an amazing human. 
Um, yeah, we spend a lot of time talking about Medgift and the Throwdown events, and of course, obviously, this Saturday in Philly is a Throwdown event that everyone can go to, and a lot of the proceeds go to Medgift. But don't wait for Throwdown to come to your city. You should donate to Medgift now. Like just, just you know, after hearing that awesome story about the Friendsgiving, Google it. Donate to him now. Why not? You know, throw a couple bucks their way because you know DM is still making the world a better place uh, even after she's left us, and we'll obviously continue to keep telling amazing stories about her and stuff like that on the show because you know this this show is about hearing about the positive connections that you guys make from being on these shows and the ways that it benefits your lives and obviously the way that she's benefited so many lives but you know it's really cool that's why i love that question and i thought that the questions that came in this week were great because you know yeah you got some kayla and maria questions that i put down at the bottom but that was an awesome question someone who had obviously seen that you had that great experience with the friends giving with dm which had to be like you said years and years ago but it brought out that great story that you just told and the story that derek just told so um yeah Hey, Cara, do you know that um, that event in New York City is going to be considered uh, DM's birthday celebration? No, but if that's the case, we should make it an 80s theme for her because that oh. was her thing. Oh, my goodness. Listen, <laughs> we got to you know, go her... 80s if it's her birthday celebration, man. That was her. I mean, this is coming from her sisters. You know what I mean? So, like, oh, we got to do it. We got to do it. We got to go 80s. They got to play. <laughs> They got to play. I want to dance with somebody and girls just want to have fun because anytime I hear those songs, I literally always think of DM. So I really, I really hope, I really hope that um, we can come up with a, uh, a, an awesome tribute video for all these events. Like I'm hoping, I'm hoping we get to that and get around to that. And for New York like that, it's like the most amazing tribute ever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, good idea on the eighties thing. Um, so, hey, let's move into some best and some worst Cara Maria moments. Because one thing that I'm okay. jealous of, it's one thing that I'm jealous of is that you actually got to do uh, a challenge with one of your um, one of your family members, which um, I was hoping that maybe someday I'd get that opportunity, but probably won't ever. Yeah. And you got to do it with one of your family members and then won the freaking thing, won your first challenge. Yeah. Can you tell me what it was like getting into that? And then, of course... Um, you know, the, the cross, the crossover from losing your first challenge with Darrell and then winning your first challenge, chance versus the stars. And yeah. then one of my, and, and then one of the worst challenge moments for Cara that I've seen that I might want it, that I'm thinking about wanting to tap into is when Wes poured that pop on your head, which fucking fueled my fire for sure. You know, wanted, wanted to make me go through the screen, but I heard that yeah. Wes is, there's a different Wes now from back then. So wherever you want to start with the best and worst moments, um, of Cara. Well, it's funny. Everybody always brings up the West thing, but I'm I'm a forgiven person. So when that happened, you know, the whole West pouring stone on me, I I was a different me. I think that was like my third challenge. It was my third one, and uh, I was, you know, I was I was a different Kara back then, and I was the annoying little sister. And nobody deserves that type of bullying. Like, there's a difference between putting chips in someone's bed. Under their under their fitted sheet, so that you don't actually mess things up, you know, like doing something silly like that and taking a toilet seat, and then like actually getting in someone's face and being like, "No one likes you. No one wants you here. Everybody hates you. Everybody thinks you're annoying." Like getting in someone's face and making them feel like a piece of dirt, and then on top of that, like after I was feeling pretty and happy from a night out in my pretty dress, like pouring soda on me. And I think, yeah, it was an entire two liter. And I'm like, how did I, 
I think I was so drunk and so in shock that someone was actually doing it to me that I couldn't react or move, you know, where people would be like, why would you just stand there and let him do that? And I remember just being so in shock. And then it wasn't so much Wes that hurt me. It was the idea, you know, being raised as an only child and, and not being in any sport teams and not being hazed and, you know, not having an older brother, an older sister to pick on me. Like, I was shocked that people could be that mean. And I think that really broke me that people could do that to other people and make them feel like that. Cause I'd never experienced that before. Um, now I'm a different me and I don't think anybody would dare to do that. You know, I've learned. And I think that I just happened to do my learning on TV. So for every bad thing that has happened to me, I think I've, I, I needed, I, there's nothing I can regret that I've done in my entire challenge career because every way I've acted and everything that's happened to me, I have grown to become who I am because of it. So I think, you know, I am so much stronger because of that. And then I've, I've talked to Wes. He's apologized. He's like, I feel like a jerk. Like I shouldn't have done that. Like, I'm sorry. And you know, I accepted it. He's not my favorite person. I give him props for, you know, being an elimination king. Like, he's a warrior. Like, I won't take that from him. But, you know, he's not my favorite person. I probably wouldn't, I wouldn't work with him on a challenge. But I accept his apology. I think one of the things that hurt the most was before he did that, before he poured the soda on me, he was like, he would, you know, him and Jen would just, like, go in at me. And he even said, the worst thing that I remember that he said to me is, like, I hope your horse dies. Because my, oh. horse, my horse was, uh, her leg, she's been going through, like, a bout of, it's, like, chronic cellulitis, and if it blows up, like, it gets real bad. Like, she's been near death several times. I've had vets be like, you need to put this horse down, you're never going to ride her again. And she's a lion, and I get her through it, and I'm jumping her and galloping her up mountains to this day. But I've How old is vets. she? How old is your horse? 28. 20, how old, how long do they make it? I mean, as, as well as you take care of them, I mean, maximum, maybe 35, but I mean, uh -huh. it's, it's, do you ride your horse or do you let her rot? You know, how do you exercise her? How do you keep her in shape? It's like a human, mm -hmm. but, uh, you know, barring anything bad happening, like a leg, you know, twisting a leg in a field or whatever, but you know, she, she's good. She's in shape. She's healthy. She's happy. She's beautiful. But I remember when he said that, I was like, how can you say that to set like that is ingrained in my memory he was making fun of me and he, and he was making the horse noises and being like, yeah, like, I hope your I hope your horse dies. Like just, I was like, that is bullying. That is the different bullying. People want to bring up me sitting in a room with girls and mentioning like, Oh, this was the day that Anissa was going to work with out with us because on dirty 30, I invited everybody to work out with me every day. I made workouts for every girl. I made every girl feel like, any one of you can come work out with me. Nobody's excluded. Everybody who wants to get a workout, please come with me. You're all welcome. Nobody's excluded. But the thing is, is Anissa would say she would every day and never would. And then the one day she rolled her ankle, she's like, oh, I really wanted to work out with you guys today. And I was like, oh, really? That's why I said what I said. I was like, today was the day she was going to finally do it. I've invited her every day, you know? And that's yeah. why I said what I said in a room. I didn't go up to Anissa and be like, oh, like you're this, you're that, like, no, that's, you want to, kids these days are freaking soft. You want to know bullying, tell, you know, pour some soda on their head, tell them you, everybody hates them. Nobody wants to be around them, that everybody thinks they're annoying and tell them you hope their animal dies. That's some bullying, not chips in a bed, not being like, oh, well, today was the day she was going to work out with us. That's not bullying. 
like grow up people. But anyways, I'm better. I'm better for it. I'm stronger now and I don't care anymore. <laughs> so and, uh, yeah, go ahead. Oh no, no. I mean, I, I mean, it's just, it's interesting to hear, you know, someone's, someone's thoughts on the difference between like poking fun and being a bully on the challenge. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. gave us a, an interesting example. You know what I mean? I questioned some of the things that, you know, that happened on Twitter too. You know what I mean? So I just, uh, it's interesting to hear someone's perspective. I just, you know, sometimes with the, you know, I, you know, I've been guilty of it lately too, of uh, going in on Nelson a little bit uh, after hearing his comments. But, um, you know, you just, you wonder what's, what's, um, you know, what is bullying, you know, cause my kid kind of goes through it every now and then, and I got to figure out ways on teaching him how to deal with it and not being that kind of person. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Just kind of an interesting concept that you just brought up, you know, some, some stuff that you went through. Let's move into like some of these best moments, man. Forget yeah. to pop on the head. Let's talk about these awesome moments that you, you've had. You've won a champs versus stars with, um, with the First of all, that- is that a, is that a true challenge championship? Second of all, you won a championship with your cousin. So bloodlines was my first win, but uh-huh. I really want to say, I remember people were trying to take that away from me. They're like, Oh, Abram made you win. It was Abram, you oh, know, bloodlines? helped you win. Bullshit. Yeah. Bullshit. People said that. And I'm like, really? I'm oh. like, did, did Abram send Johnny home for me? One-on-one did Abram send Anissa home for me? Did Abram run the final for me? <laughs> yeah. No. Was is he the reason I won? Really? <laughs> like, yeah, that sucks. Um, no, but uh, my biggest, biggest victory, my best elimination ever comes from, the, it was both of them. It was, it was um, having to face Johnny right before the change of location. So all the pressure's on. And it was in a puzzle, which I'm notoriously maybe not the best person at. But I guess after that, my luck changed because. Well, you're the best I person was... on this podcast currently, for sure. Oh, thanks. <laughs> but uh, oh, yeah. I remember that, that win. That win was like, was everything to me, was sending home Johnny in that. Because how many girls get to send home a guy? I did that then. I sent home Johnny. Like, that's awesome. And then, because I was the one that did the puzzle. Like, I kept telling Jamie, like, back up, back up. Do not look at this. Do not touch this. Do not mess this up. Like, um, and we were there because of a puzzle. Because we couldn't figure out a stupid puzzle. That's why we were there. And I remember, you know, people want to say people play scared. I told Corey, I'm like, Corey, put Johnny in against me because I'm either going to face him here or I'm going to face him in the final, send Johnny in. Like, I wanted to go against Johnny. I don't play scared. So he did, and we did, and that was a victory. And then winning the final with my cousin was huge because our grandma had just passed away, and we were really close to our grandma, and the whole thing was dedicated around her, which they didn't show any of us talking about her or anything, but that was a huge, huge thing for for us and our family. And then... um, yeah, shout out to grandmas. Of, shout out to yeah. grandmas everywhere. For shout sure. out to grams if you have one. We had a yeah. Shout out to grandmas. We had an awesome question from Mister Awesome. I just want to while you're talking about your cousin, where has your cousin Jamie been, and why hasn't he been on another challenge since Bloodlines? We've seen other Bloodlines uh, family members make the transition yeah. to be full on cast members of the show. You would think somebody who won uh, would be in that pool. Is it his choice? Is it their choice? What was the story there? Uh, Nicole's really the only one. Because uh, Johnny's cousin came back for one more. I, nobody else's did. Jamie and uh, Vince were the only two that came back. And then Nicole's been a repeat. Um, and I think Nicole's back a lot because she's hilarious. And also because Nani's not on anymore. So she's kind of like filled the Nani spot. Whereas Jamie, he wants to do another one. Like he really wants to. 
Um, he's living his life. He's doing his thing. He's training. He's at, you know, working as a correctional officer, working as a trainer. Like he's living his best life, but they just haven't, they just haven't called him. And he, he wants to really bad. I would love him to do another one. So yeah, well, you're the female face of the challenge. How come you got to have some pull there? Come on. What are they doing? I've, I've actually, I've asked, I've been like, please, can we have, and it's like, you can submit them. But MTV makes the final call. So he might get submitted every time, but it's the people at MTV that are going to decide what works best for storyline. Is, so, uh, is he on social media? What's his Twitter? His Twitter is Banksy878. Oh. His, his Instagram, I'm going to look it up right now. I'm so bad at this. Because I'm trying to mobilize <laughs> the maniacs it, right now. Because it, it's his, <laughs> his Instagram is Jamie Banks underscore MTV. Is his Instagram. So he's still well, calling listen. himself the Jamie from MTV, MTV. So Buner Murray, MTV, you got your female face of the challenge who won Bloodlines <laughs> with her cousin Jamie, who is great TV, and he wants to be back, guys. You need yes. To, yeah, speaking of correction, you need to make a correction in your casting department there. Get Jamie back on the show. Mobilize the maniacs, guys. Let them know on Twitter. America's actually, favorite correctional officer. He's actually good at challenges, and he's hilarious. I think he's hilarious. I would love, I would love to do a real challenge with him. So, anyway. right, well, shout out to Jamie. You were great, and we're gonna get you back on Challenge Maniacs. Let him hear it. We had Mark Long How's on the it? show, and after we had Mark Long on, they were just Sick hitting up Challenge Buna. Maniacs. Sick him. Yeah, they were. They were literally uh, the whole week. Mark Long was on our show. They were hitting up Buna Murray every day. Like, hey, Mark Long needs to be on this. Mark Long needs to be on Bad Girls Club. Mark Long needs to be on Kardashians. Mark Long needs to be the host of this. Mark Long. Mark Long. Mark Long. Mark Long. So we'll try to do that for Jamie as well. Um, I think they need to do like just a challenge OGs and maybe make it be like the real world. Like just bring a select few people back that don't get eliminated, but just like, unless they don't participate in something, but just basically, you know, turn on the road rules again or something and have them just do cool stuff all along or just two, two trailers battling against each other, you know, something like that with some OGs. Oh, yeah. I don't know. People love the OG concept, I think, because, I mean, and you're officially an OG now, even though you started as Fresh Meat. I mean, you're now a veteran at this point. And the familiarity of just knowing you guys from so many seasons and having seen you start as a, you know, uh, you know, uh, an equestrian who is in, in her shell a little bit and, you know, really kind of shied away from some of the, the harder athletic things to now you're this, like, fitness beast with this huge following and all this confidence and shying away from all the drama that you used to, let like, get to you. And then we have... D, who started off as this, uh, you know, I think affectionately he refers to himself as the, uh, what was it, the, no, I'm not going to say what he said, but on his first season of Road Rules, he was kind of a jerk, and we saw him become America's, uh, become America's favorite cast member, like you said. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah, and, and it's like getting to see these journeys. So I think, you know, you know, I think now they've found a happy medium where we're getting the new crop of the Are You The One kids. We're getting the Big Brother people. We're bringing on new faces. But they're also starting to bring back the Durrells, bring back the Shanes, bring back the Derricks. They just need to bring back the Jamie. Come on, let's get Jamie back. Let's get Mark Long back. Let's get all our favorites back. And let's have it be a nice blend of the new, the young bucks, if you will, and the OGs. Because I think that's the season everyone's clamoring for. That's another thing our Challenge Maniacs mobilized on. We- no yeah. young bucks no young bucks that's the new new generation i'm like the i don't know what i am but no no young no bucks. no i'm not, you're, yeah, def- you know, you're not a young buck no no the young bucks are like the tonys and the Corys and the, yeah, the yeah, jennas yeah. you know well Carl, just to give you a quick recap on what's been going on at challenge mania for the past couple months is uh the, the very first one uh led from devin and tony having their discussion at the reunion talking about uh 
how they're going to take down all the guys in their 30s or all the people in their 30s. So the very first podcast we did, or the first, very first cast member that came on was Tony, and we did it. We did like a draft, 20s versus 30s. We had the debate. We had the shit talking all, all started. Um, and we talked about, you know, obviously, Kara's on my over 30s team. You know what I mean? We've also talked about doing an alliances, uh, an alliances challenge. You know, you could do guy-guy alliances, guy-girl alliances, girl-girl alliances, however you want to do it. I think we've done a triple threat. Um, a triple oh, the, threat. Yeah, the menage a trois season. Oh, yeah. Cara, you could do you could be in you could be in one of those probably she could be in a, she could be in a couple she could be in a couple of those I've been in a couple of those so the so the triple threat would be like a you know what I mean like a Kyle Abe and Cara all on the same team oh god I would watch that on pay per view you could put that on for thirty nine ninety five and I would watch that Carl let's Abe in, and Kyle let's throw in Coral and Holly make it a party oh my god yeah. So and then and then our last one was uh, our 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 latest one is uh, uh, old news versus fresh blood, you know where they bring in you know all us old older generation versus this newer generation or the newer shows or whatever the fuck. Not uh, all of them a classic. Classic. Ooh, I like that. Everybody, classics versus the world. Yeah, like you could do the classics, and then you could have sort of that middle vet crop that Carr is a part of now. And then, of course, now you have the newer, quote-unquote, young bucks. But I'm not talking about bringing on the people who have done one season. I'm talking about, you know, Tony's gotten his time, man. I'll give it to Tony. I mean, come on, he is 30, after all. He, he starts this 20 versus 30s conversation when he's turning 30 in four months. Come on, right. <laughs> honestly, Honestly, whatever the challenge is, you call me, and I'm going to do it, as long as it's not on an island because I require good food and showers. But other than that, if you call me, like, I'm down. So, anyway, I'll, let's just go. The only thing I'm, I'm over right now is the individuals. Like, I wanted individuals. Individuals is great. But now it's almost like I wish they would just be, like, a big team. Like, two big teams or something. Like, I don't know. Yeah, that was a question yeah, Bradley had. Bradley wanted to know if you, you want to return to a team or a pair format, or do you like the recent trend of solo competitions? And I think you just answered it. Sorry, Bradley. But, yeah, continue. I mean, I think solos, solos great because you never know what's going to happen. And I used to be obsessed with that after uh, free agents. I would be like, we need another free agents. Free agents was awesome. Um, and that's basically what the last two challenges have been. They've been just different variations of free agents. Um, but now I've, I miss, I miss a cha- I miss a team. And that's why I love CrossFit and the things that I do is because I feel like I'm part of the team. And I like being, I like having a certain people that I can depend on and count on. And I also like the fact that I'm probably not going to be the weakest one on the team so like i won't be the one that people like we need to get rid of her whereas i would hope that people would want to keep me around you know because i might be helping the team now instead of when i first started doing team challenges and people were like let's get rid of her like she probably sucks like i think i've, I've gotten a little bit better so i sorry so I, i've got to figure it out in my head so we'll do a classics versus veterans versus the newcomers whatever and um, and what's an interesting fact is um, the Dirty Thirty was mine and Cara's tenth season after I took a a seven year layoff, and then yeah. this was your eleventh, right? This was your eleventh vendettas. I can't keep track. I believe I believe that's the record, but um. Yeah, I don't want to keep her much longer, Scott. All right, we got to bang through some of these because if you, I mean, Cara, so I'll, I'll, you know, you have this incredible fan base. Um, I'll start with that question from Jocelyn. She's one of your biggest fans. She wants to know, how do you feel about having the most loyal challenge fans, first and foremost? Uh, 
I I didn't even know that I did, but I know that they're awesome and I love oh, you them. Do. I, I do feel like a mom in a way with them. Like I, I appreciate the way that they think. I appreciate the way that I don't have, I think a big reason why I've stepped away from any Twitter beef is because I don't have to say anything. They think oh. like I do. They start pulling out receipts. They start like pulling out <laughs> screenshots. Like these guys are like personal investigators slash they know more about the drama that's going on the challenge than I do. They let me in on the tea. I don't tell them stuff. They come to me with stuff and I'm like, what? Really? Whoa. Like, um, they're awesome and I appreciate it. The only thing is I do feel like a mom in a way that when they get nasty, even if it's against people that I, I don't particularly like, you know, who might be coming at me in a way, I don't support them coming at anybody for anything like physically. Like if you're going to come at someone for being a dick or for doing mean things, sure. But I do not support any of them. And it doesn't, you know, I don't want it to reflect badly on me. So I don't support any of them being like commenting on people's surgery or fillers or teeth or hair or looks or anything like that. I don't support slut shaming or anything like that. So I appreciate their support for me and I love them and they bring me all the tea and they defend me with their receipts and everything else. And that's awesome. So I don't have to do any of it. Thank you. Um, but also don't, don't keep it classy bring yourself. Yeah. Don't bring yourself to the level that the people who are coming at it, you know, at me are at, you know, yeah. Don't I, be one of them. I appreciate that. You can see them coming from a mile away because their picture is typically of you. So they'd, <laughs> they'd rather, they'd rather be you than them. And then they're, they're, they're at, Cara Maria Defender or at Cara is Jesus or, or, or at something like that. So at Cara Maria's biggest fan. I love them. So I you, love them. I love them all. They are hilarious. They give me life and they're awesome. Yeah, so they, they are guys. awesome. And they actually, they contribute to our show every week, even if you're not on. And it's funny. We, Aww. you know, we made a joke out of it. Every time Cara Maria Defender sends a question in, um, we will play a little Darth Vader theme. <laughs> But, you know, they obviously all not only did they come out with the questions for you, they would then retweet other people's questions and then threaten to say, if you don't ask so and so's question, we're going to give you a bad rating and unfollow the ah, podcast and tell people no, not to subscribe. So it's uh, oh my God. <laughs> a little bit of podcast shaming involved there as well. So keep it classy, folks. But I'm going to do my absolute best. You militarized Cara Maria followers to get to as many of your questions before we have to let Cara go. And I, and I, dude, I, I love them. And I, I yeah, love them. she loves you. So hopefully you guys, you got your shout out on the show. A lot of people wanted you to say happy birthday to them. So if you maybe just say happy birthday, oh, if it's man. your birthday, happy birthday. I'm not going to go into everyone individually, but okay. they were like, please, yeah. Cara, say happy birthday. So happy birthday, everybody. That's your birthday today or yesterday or the day before or any month ever for the whole year. The whole year. Yeah. Happy 2018. Happy 30th birthday. I didn't sing it. Yeah. Happy 30th birthday, Tony. Um, All right. So let's start with this one. I think this is a is a really good one. Uh, Jackie. It's the game everyone's talking about. Shim Sham, a laugh out loud adventure for you and your cockroaches. Part board game, part dance off. Shim Sham is loads of fun for cockroaches of all ages. Just spin the wheel, strike your pose, and get ready for a scurrying cockroach. Don't let roaches ruin the moment. Orkin, home is where the bugs aren't. Visit orkin.com to learn more. Tune out. With Nevia by Moen, the spa shower that offers double the coverage using about half the water, making it look, sound, and feel. 
totally different. Learn more at moen.com slash nubia. He wants to know, what is your go-to workout song? Oh, uh, it's that song, um, Born to Rage by Dada Life, the USA version. It just gets me, like, super hype every time I hear it. And then other than that, like, anything by Ludacris, and then, uh, and then, um, Stand up! You just made that song the hottest selling song on iTunes. <laughs> um, this is one from Julie. This is one from Julie who said, you better ask one of my questions because I was tweeting Carmaria and try to get her on the show. I'm pretty sure Derek had a part Aww. in her coming on the show as well. But thank you, yeah. Julie, with a D. Um, routine day when you're not filming the challenge. Uh, legit. I sleep till noon. <laughs> I Because I rarely am home. Like we've, The challenge has been taken off, so I've just been – always doing things like I'm never home so when I'm home I sleep till noon I go on a hike with my friend I go to CrossFit and I ride my horse and then I come home and I watch Netflix with a candle lit maybe take a bubble bath and eat chocolate boom that's a day right there folks I didn't hear where you put on challenge mania but that's okay all right cue the music guys here it is here she is Cara Maria Defender who I probably would have gotten a question in for even if it was terrible but this is a really good one if there was a good guys versus badasses season what team do you think you would be a part of the good guys I'm a good guy duh (laughs) yeah that's okay. true. All right, easy answer. Ask me more questions. I'm loving this. I'll, fit, like, oh, I'll give perfect. you some speed answers. I thought she was roll. ready to get out of here. No, awesome. I'm not. I'm not. Got people, sh- there's a lot of questions. I feel like we just mostly like taught, like just talked about life, but I didn't get any really yeah. depth questions. So awesome. I'm, I'm ready to answer if you want to have me keep going. We're going to go she's through like, Dick, every one of she's these like Derek. She, she's like, Derek, your questions suck. I'm ready for the Twitter followers, bro. Yeah. Let's go. All right. This one's from this one's from at Derek MTV. No, I'm just kidding. This one's from Veronica with a K. Um, tell us about the relationship between you and Bananas. You touched on it before. You know, obviously you got a little bit of that in there when we were talking about the note stuff. But you guys used to be rivals. Veronica wants to know where you're at now on a on a personal level. I mean, after the I note, think, after the I note, think, I think we've I think we have come to an understanding. I think I appreciate him as a competitor and as someone who. I mean, he really thinks deep into like, like the ways that I don't think, like I just exist. I'm on the show and I just am how I am. Um, but he actually thinks like storyline. He thinks of what he has got to do to stir the pot, to bring the drama. Like he, he, he's basically a producer in the challenge house at this point with what he does. I respect his gameplay. I think he's smart. Um, you know, but he's Johnny. Just keep that in mind. Any challenge that we do, he is and always will be Johnny. So I know this. I believe everybody else knows this. And I will play as I have to play. But we, we cool. And the fact that the note wasn't directed, like I kind of just got pulled into it. It wasn't directed at me. It didn't have any malicious intent. He was just literally being a prankster. Like he didn't do this with a target in mind. He just did this to do it, to stir the pot, which is classic Johnny. So yeah, is what it is. It's it's uh it's funny that he managed to find something. I think he's probably been searching for that headline making thing, and I think the note serves that purpose. You know, since yeah. his last headline making thing, which we get questions yeah. about. You know, we had Sarah on the podcast. We obviously got asked about this, but Cat has a very interesting way of uh, roping you into a hypothetical about the very famous rivals three moment between him and Sarah up on the mountain, where he took the money and ran back into ten more seasons. Uh, what a liar. Um, before his <laughs> before his beef with Sarah, <laughs> he had to take the money and run, folks. He doesn't know how many lef- left he uh, has in him. He uh, He's only going to do about 18 more, launch about 14 more hoodies, <laughs> and avoid Challenge Mania like the plague. All right, before his beef with Sarah... <laughs> 
Before his beef with Sarah, you were Johnny's main female rival. So hypothetically, do you think you would have won Rivals 3 with him? I know it's a bit of a loaded question, but say you did. Do you think he would have taken the money from you too? And that's from Kat. Yes. (laughs) Yes. He would have taken the money from his own mother. Let's be real. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Yes. He absolutely would have. Like he is Johnny. Like he is charming as hell. He makes me laugh. You know, I can't, I can't hate him. Like he's not mean to me. He's, he's, he just is who he is. And he's somebody that I'd be happy to be on a team with. Unless at the end there's a decision of who's got the money. Um, um, but, I mean, he's a, he's a good performer. He's funny as heck. He's charming. So he could do – he's like a bad kid in class that does all these horrible bad things. And, like, you still forgive him just because he finds a way of, like, getting back into your heart there. Like, just by being funny and charming. Um, but, he, you know, at the end of the day, he's Johnny. It, it is what it is. And, yeah, he would, he would take that money. The only person he probably wouldn't take that money from is, like, CT. Because CT would murder him. But other than that, like, he's taking that money. And CT would throw him on his back like an MPAC and run him around <laughs> the um, – This is a good one. Um, Hannah wants to know, this is a recency <laughs> thing on uh, Vendettas. Are you Team Cam or Team Melissa? Uh, watching that and being in the house at the time, I'm Team Melissa because I felt I, – I wasn't downstairs, so I wasn't – and I watched it go down. They both said things they shouldn't have said. Um, but they didn't show a lot of what was happening to Melissa. Um, and a lot of the girls in the house were ganging up on Melissa a lot and, you know, trying to like kind of slut shame her and really making her like bullying her actually. Like Melissa was bullied and I, I did not support it. I did not appreciate it. I would try to calm her down and be like, look, don't feed into it. Like, don't give them, you know, don't acknowledge them. Don't, don't worry about it. Don't take it personally. But yeah, they would gang up on her a lot, and that was just the culmination of it. And it just, I, I was not a fan of that. I do not support it. They were mean to her, and I don't support the things that she said about Cam either. Um, but you know, if I had to pick a side, I, I feel I think Melissa was ganged up on unfairly. All right, Nico wants to know if you could bring back one retired player to be partners with on a season, who would it be? Is anybody really retired? Um, is anybody really retired? I mean, is, I mean, you said Evelyn was, was pretty retired, right? She's like, you know, on law and order now. So. Okay. I t- yeah. Take Evelyn. Why not? I mean, yeah. Look, but let me, twice. Well, <laughs> well let, me, let, let me, let me give you guys a little piece of history. Anyone that says they're retired is never retired. Yeah. Nobody's ever retired. They'll say yes. <laughs> Evelyn. Yeah. Next. I guess that, yeah, that is a good question. Is there anyone, if you had to put money on it, right? So we just, we, we, we can all agree that there's an amount of money that they could throw at anybody or a scenario they could throw at anybody or anyone could hit a pitfall in life where they just need the Buna Murray machine behind them again. But if you had to put money on someone never coming back and turning down every call regardless, who would it be? Both of you guys, I want your answer. The Miz, Jamie Chung. People with real careers. But the Miz just got his own show on USA that Buna Murray's doing, Miz and Mrs., which is, I think, the worst title for a show ever. But, but he's got it. I mean, he's still a part of the machine. I could see him doing one of these uh, easily. Really? I think I heard he wants to do it, but WWE won't let him. Yeah, that oh. makes sense. Yeah, but yeah. Jamie Chung's a good one. I feel like Jamie Chung has – you know who shadily – I don't know if you guys remember this girl who shadily kind of like threw the entire MTV life behind her and tried to make it in acting. I actually worked on a show, and she was there, and I was like, were you on Road Rules? Do you remember that girl, Angela? 
Do you know what yeah. I'm talking about? Yeah. I think she's, she's on my season. Yeah, she's on your season, right? I think she's out the game, as they say. I remember asking her, weren't you on Road Rules? And you, it was as if I asked her, like, hey, weren't you that murderer? Like, that's the look she gave me. Like, she, like, huddled me into a corner. She's like, yes, I was. Please don't tell anyone. Uh, just, you know, just call me Angela. This is my new thing now, whatever. She is gone, <laughs> I think. So I think she, she, she'd be my pick for someone who's ain't coming back, y'all. Do you want to know why she answered like that? Yeah. Because she looked horrible on road rules. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, she just looked terrible on, on the season. And, like, she was one of those actresses that wanted to make it in, in Hollywood. Um, but ended up getting on road rules and then it was just even worse off than, than like she ever thought and hated it. Wasn't an athlete, didn't want to compete. None of that shit. She just wanted to. And then later on, she was on like the topless scene in Entourage. I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm literally just swiping left on Tinder while you guys talk about this. Yeah. Wait, swiping left on Tinder. That's a good segue. Katie wants to know what's going on with you and Kyle. Uh, what can go on? He lives in another country. Like, if I see him, I see him. I don't know. He, I think Kyle's got so much going on with himself, you know, that he can't really worry about anybody else. So we're just, you know, there's nothing really to talk about. What's the mileage? What's the mile radius you have set on your Tinder just so the people who live within a certain vicinity of you know that if they, they go swiping, swiping enough, maybe they'll come upon you? We had a nice conversation about <laughs> online dating with Shane. 100. I'm in Montana. I actually run out of people to swipe on. Like, I, I think I've only thought that two guys were hot out of, like, the 200 that I've swiped left on. Like, I got it. I just ran out of people again. You just ran out <laughs> live on the podcast. So if you're in Montana, guys, and you're listening to this, Car Maria has run out. Actually, if you're in Montana, you don't even have a Tinder profile. Set one up. You've got a if, good shot. Uh, actually, no, you don't. I've probably already swiped left. Left is the no, right? Yeah, I probably already swipe left. <laughs> what, what? Let me ask you because we talked to Shane about this. Who, like, you know, Shane is a, a challenge journeyman. He's been on the show. He was on the show. For, it seemed like you know, every season for a while, but he took a bit of a hiatus too. He just came back. Uh, Shane, I believe he self-admittedly has an appetite for a, for a younger crop of date. So I think he does run into people who don't necessarily remember his heyday quite often, but you have been the main, you know, poster girl for the show for the last decade. So I want to know, like, especially up in Montana, it's a little more rural. It's beautiful out there. People aren't probably glued to their TVs. What's your, what's your dating life like when it comes to meeting people? What percentage of those people are fans or at least are aware of the show? And how does that typically work out for you in a social setting? I don't have a dating life because I, uh, I don't even have like a hookup life. I, that's why I was so excited when I went on the show and like there was a guy that I, I found attractive. I was like, yes, a unicorn because I, I you know, I had just, you know, ended things with Abram. I, I've only I mean, you want the truth, honest truth. People love calling me a slut. Um, I slept with one guy between Abram and Kyle. That's it. One person, one night that I found, that I still find incredibly attractive. But he uh, shouts to that yeah, guy, he's... by the way. Bam, 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 bam. Shouts to you, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Shouts to that no, guy. No, he's he's 25, and I don't. You know, I'm like, hey, you know, make a play again, and uh, I don't know. I'm never, I'm never home. I'm literally never home. And when I am, like, I think dating is too much of an investment for me. Like, I don't want to make the time for it. Like, I don't want to get to know anybody. 
and I'm I really love being single and alone. Like I love being single. I love doing what I want to do, having nobody question me, nobody text me, where are you? No, like I own my life and I'm so happy to be single. Like I don't want to be in a relationship. And I worry that if I dated or started to see someone, it would go in that path. And I, I don't want that. So I don't, I don't know how to date. I feel like I'd be awkward. I feel like I, it's hard for me to find anybody that I'm attracted to in the first place. And then I, I and then there is the whole thing with the show because God forbid, like I, this one time I, I gave this guy my number and because I was too drunk to even think at that point, like I really wouldn't have if I was sober, but I gave my number for craps and giggles. And then I find out that he was talking crap on Facebook. Like, Oh, Oh, that's the girl from the road rules and every, and all their friends were like jumping on this con. And I was like, God, really? And like, he was like writing just like mean things. And I'm like, and then you want to try to text me? Like, no dude, no. Like it's a weird, except the fact that in Montana, nobody, it's not as big of a deal out here, but people know it's, yeah, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know how to date. I'm weird. Wow. I'm be well, single forever. Oh, no. That, first of all, there are, there are, I will tell you right now, there are thousands of people listening to this uh, podcast who probably just shed a tear, but also thousands of guys who were like, what? No, I'm your guy. I'm your unicorn. Um, but so they're not. Down, but you're not. I don't want <laughs> them. <laughs> yeah. I don't want them. I'm, I probably would swipe, swipe left. I would be a dick, but really, like, I have a very specific type, and I'm not attracted to anybody, and I like being single. <laughs> yeah, so don't hit her up. Yeah, so don't hit her up unless you've got millions of tattoos. You have. I need, I need the occasional lay. I'll be honest, like I really do. Like I'll text my friends and be like, "Dude, I need the D," but like I, I don't get it because I, I just have it because Kyle's in another country and I'm picky. <laughs> You heard that, everybody. She didn't come for me. She came for D. Um, here's a question about Abe. Um, Angela wants to know, would you be up for an exes challenge with Abe? Christ, no. Yeah. We didn't. No. I just, I don't think. Uh, the thing about Abram is, like, he would, he one million quadrillion percent, no matter how much crap he talks about the show. He 100 million billion percent will say yes if he is cast. He will not refuse doing another season. I don't think that I would be good to be partners with him because we would not make good partners. Like he's a good athlete and he and somebody else would probably win with him as a partner, but I don't think that me and him could could uh, be cool to like be partners. Like we would yell at each other too much maybe. So your two, your two no's are Island or Abram. Anything else, fair game. Um, all right. Yes. Ellie wants Admin. to know. Not everything, but go ahead. Not everything. Okay. Uh, Ellie, Ellie wants to know, how do you feel about the double standards on the show? Uh, she said she doesn't think you were really able to explain what you meant about them on the Dirty 30 reunion special. Well, we'll just throw right here. to the. the it's usually like the, the sex thing. Girls are made to be demons. And the guys, like, I see... I see comment after comment after comment. Brittany is such a slut. Kara is such a slut. They never say anything about the guy. The guy is an equal partner. Corey, got, Corey got an award. The Miz gave Corey an award for yes. hooking up with so many girls. That is a double oh standard. Oh, my God. Guys. I just realized that. An award. Yeah, so that, that just drives me crazy. It's like, you know, I'm an adult. I can sleep with whoever I want to sleep with. I know what I'm doing. 
and I'm, I'm living the life that I choose. And people are like, well, just, well, you know what you're in for. Like you're, you're on TV. So, you know, so you're open game for people talking crap about you. And it's like, you could say whatever you want. You can have opinions to whatever you want, but just because you can say it doesn't mean you should. Like, I don't go around and write on people's Twitters and Instagrams, like mean things about them that I feel, you know, like, it's just like, I feel like when you write something mean about someone, it just makes you feel worse personally. But yeah, that double standard, I just, I don't believe in slut shaming. I believe in like, if you're happy and you're not regretting what you're doing and you're enjoying yourself, then live your life. Be naked in the pool. Make out with whatever girl you want to make out with. I don't care anymore. If you're having fun and you're loving it and you don't regret what you're doing, then why would anybody judge that? Yeah, I better see Nicole, firefighter Nicole, get an award this reunion special, Miz. Yeah. You know, if she doesn't, then there's a double standard. All right. Um, at Cara Maria Ooh. Army, let's get her in here. At Cara Maria Army wants to know, who would you rather have as a rival's partner, Emily, Laurel, Kayla, or Marie? <laughs> really? <laughs> it's, multiple, it's multiple choice. It's multiple choice. Uh, I mean, duh. I mean, I don't even have to say anything about anybody else. Emily, dude. Emily. Emily. She already beat me. Like Emily. And they've made out. I saw it. I want to redo that, by the way. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and as far as the double standard things go, thing goes, I think um, watching Kara make out with Emily 10 years ago and watching Kara make out with Brittany uh, on the show last week were beautiful things. I don't see Thank anything you. wrong with it. I don't either. Yeah, who sees something wrong with that? But I, I would, I would like to redo. I would like to redo the Emily makeup. Yeah, we bet you should would. Replay that. <laughs> should replay that. Can someone retweet that? Or no, nah, she, she's in a relationship. She's. I still find her to be like, like just one of the most beautiful girls to ever be on the challenge. Like her, she's just beautiful. Uh, she's, she's my ideal beauty. She's the best. 100%. I literally, uh, before we talked to you, I spent like 45 minutes on the phone with her. She was just helping me out and giving me a bunch of advice and stuff. So shouts to Emily. She's great. The MPAC, uh, com slash mania. I think you can still get 15% off at yeah. MPAC, all of her merch. She's a partner of the show. We love Emily. And she told me to tell you guys to say hello. I had to get that question in there. And uh, spoiler alert to anybody who has a multiple choice question where uh, Emily is involved for who you would want on your team, she's probably going to be the answer. So next time, if you really want to, if you really want to put Kara in the hot seat, maybe take Emily off there. Maybe take Laurel off there. Maybe make it just Kayla or Marie. Anyway, next question. Um, this is a good one. I really like this one, although we have to give it a caveat. So Danielle, one of our loyal listeners, said, what do you think needs to change for a female to be a face of the challenge? And it should have been you on that billboard in Times Square, not a guy who goes home for not being able to kick a soccer ball in an empty net. Yes, it should That's not have been him. But you kind of were on, like, the side of the building, right? So let's right. Yeah. Right. I'm like, why didn't they put Corey on the little one on the side of the building and put me on the big one? They used bananas twice. They could have put... I mean, I, I think it's a step in the right direction, and I'm, I'm thankful that I was even, that I'm even a face. Like, I'm thankful for that, because I, I really want to be about, like, woman power and, like, let's support each other and strong women. Um, and, and it's getting there, but I, you know, I think, I think maybe because an overwhelming demographic that watches the challenge is women, that they want to show them, like, a hot guy you know, it's just the really faces. Make- it's not even like they're showing your bodies. There's just Corey's face. Come on. Corey's face isn't helping anybody in Times Square. Come on, guys. I, I don't know. I'm trying to see where they're coming from, but I totally agree. I'm like, I don't know why if they are going to do they should have 
that's what I don't know. Well, here's I, my, you know, the thing I said yeah. about when I compared it to wrestling is that, like, in wrestling, they obviously write it so they know who wins, right? You guys yeah. taped Vendettas months ago. They know. They know, even when they're printing the billboard, even if the billboard company that prints that it out, even, Corey yeah. was gone. Right, even yeah. if they said, guys, you got to have a four month in advance order here. That's the only way you can get the bill. They know that Corey was the first guy to go home, and they're like, oh, let's go with him. He's not even on anymore. Yeah. I know they could have. They could have put Joss. He's hot. Like they could have put. They could have put Tony. Uh, you know, Tony. Actually, they could have put Tony and Johnny. Like they could have put anybody. I, I don't know. Literally and I anyone. Corey. I do. I like Corey. I think he's cool as hell, but I agree. Like just in terms of state, like who's like the, the billboards not even it's expired now. Cause like he's gone. So yeah. Yeah. Return on investment there. To the halfway point. Right. Or, or the, or the quarter way point or the literally yeah. made it. I mean, he, he literally competed in as many or so we think eliminations as Derek and Derek's not even on the show. Come on, yeah. like what do you what are you guys thinking there? I mean, maybe put Corey on a hot dog stand. I'm kidding. We give Corey a little bit of flack on this show, not because we think he sucks, because he doesn't suck. You know, he's had some good performances, but he's been sort of unofficially anointed this new face of the franchise. And then someone like you who had to make, I think I just looked it up, it was like four finals were so runner ups and then one win and a champs versus yeah. stars win. And that's how long it took you to get into Times Square. And like and, eighteen elimination rounds right, or something. Exactly. I will say for you're on a huge point there because I will say people, the kids nowadays, like this is the time to be on the challenge. If you're, I would do anything to be 24 again and be starting my career. This is the time you want to start it because never have they ever before, you know, endorsed the challenge so much, pumped it out so much, advertised it so much and forced new people to happen. Like I actually had to earn my way to make it. Johnny had to earn his way to make it to where he is. But nowadays, they, they make it like the invasion of the champions. They forced. They knew if it was just the champions actually coming into the game and us versus them, the champions would have destroyed them. You know? And they forced it so that four rookies would make it to a final. They re- you know what I mean? Like, it was part of the gameplay. Four, four rookies will make it. Only two champions are going to make it. You have to go against each other. So, you know, and... Now they're they're really pumping and advertising these new kids, trying to force them to happen. Where I never had that, I had to earn my way to make myself wherever I am today. So this is the time to start the challenge. I'll tell you that. Much. You know, you know, maybe next time they do like a billboard that's like maybe you know a guy headliner, girl headliner. You know what I mean? I really I really don't even like seeing the guy versus girl face off. You know what I mean? Like I just don't like that. Yeah. You know, I don't I don't even like seeing that. But you know, even like in UFC, they could have done like. You know, uh, you know, Corey and I still don't think Corey should have been no, on there. On no, no, Corey. But. Come on, dude. Come on. <laughs> right. No, it right. should have been. You know, yeah. you know, some, Anybody but Corey, but the yeah. Sometimes they do two guys, two girls. You know what I mean? Fighting right. for the belt. You know what I mean? Especially when there's natural, uh, there's so- natural faces to put up there with Cara. We're not going to mention them, but I mean, you know what I mean? No. Like, watching the show, like you can dude. see who you could have put up there with. I'll you. take Corey. I'll take Corey. Corey, them? you take that spot on that billboard. You take that spot. <laughs> nice. We we want to look. We we want to we want to thank you for staying on with us and taking all these questions. I mean, yeah. I that we just got such an outpouring of love for you, and I feel I figure you'll continue to answer them to people on Twitter. And you know, you're still on the show. It's a long season. I think these these little. I don't even know why they need to do two a year because this thing is going to run. I think through, I don't even know, August. I'm trying to do the math here, but it's like, you know, with the Troikas and the eliminations and the this and the twists, and now they're bringing in the heavy hitters. And, you know, so, uh, 
you know, God willing, hopefully you make it uh, into the uh, into another final and we can have you on again. Or, you know, when when and if you do get eliminated, we can have you come on and rebut and let us know how you think TJ cheated to have you lose. Sure. Just kidding. Guys, anyone out there who thinks TJ cheated, come on. TJ is the most noble person out there. There's not a chance he ever would sway anything in anyone's favor on one of these things. I, I, saw a little I bit will I will say, and I love you, Derek, I would personally hate to come in and be a heavy hitter because you're screwing up someone's game that has nothing to do with you, and especially if it's a friend or someone that you care about, right? Second of all, I hate being on the show and having heavy hitters come in because you're set up, like you're ready to go against whoever you have to go against. You're mentally preparing to go against the people that you think you have to go against, and then you show up and they bring someone who's been training nonstop after you've been eating like crap and lifting two pound dumbbells and jogging on a, you know, around the backyard at the challenge house. And then you bring in some animal who's been training nonstop at home, ready to come in and destroy like that. How bad would that be? Hey, hey for I, the record, for the record, I was in Ibiza. I was in Ibiza for like, like seven days before I showed up. Just so you know, Derek, you're just an animal. I'm not taking anything from you, but I'm saying like, if I showed up and like, then they brought out Emily and they're like, all right, like, I think I have to go against, I don't know, Jemmy or someone, or Veronica or Brittany, and I'm setting myself up to go against one of those girls. And then all of a sudden they bring out Emily Schroem and they're like, all right, Cara, pole wrestle, Emily Schroem. What? Like, what? Yeah. No, <laughs> it's fucked fair. up. Listen, the, merc- <laughs> the mercenary twist is totally fucked up. Oh. However, however you look at it. Even, even, but even for me too, like going in tonight, like it was either Joss or Shane. Like, dude, there's a fucking huge difference between Joss and Shane. Let me just yes. tell you, this dude's a fucking tank. Yes. <laughs> so, this is gonna, this is gonna. Um, Jordan gonna, got this, to fly this... in and knock out Shane and then go back. That's like the easiest day player day oh. ever. Sorry, Shane, I love you, but I mean, Jordan coming off a dirty thirty championship gets to fly out overseas, knock out Shane, and then kick it back to Jacketville. We are about to watch the main event. Like, guys, get your popcorn. Like, I never in my life seen an elimination like I've watched you fight, Derek. This is something for the books that they will never be able to do justice in any sort of edit ever, ever. Like, it should, they should take every round and make a whole hour-long side special of every round that is about to be fought because this is insane the battle that if you and joss well you know who's going to do that you know where they're going to get that added content you know where they're going to hear about all the ins and outs of tonight's legendary elimination after they've seen it tuesday night the 20th on the 22nd our entire challenge mania episode is dedicated to derek coming in and being a heavy hitter and we're going to find out what happens i don't even know what happens guys people keep asking me what happens i have no idea uh, it's going to be awesome tonight. And you know what? The, the reason we knew everyone's getting so pumped for Derek uh, and his episode to air and everything like that, we're like, how can we possibly make this day even more blown out and make this the biggest Challenge Mania day ever? We got D hitting vendettas tonight, but today we had our most requested guest ever. Cara, thank you so much for spending a lot of time with us. I mean, we, oh, we, we went almost, me. I think, 90 minutes here with just awesome wow. questions. Uh, you thank answered you. all of them candidly. Uh, you said it right off the top. Look, you can ask me something. I can play politician. But I will say I don't personally think you played politician at all. Um, and thank you to all the rabid Cara Maria fans. Um, you heard the advice from her. Keep it classy, folks, but keep the love. Um, if you tuned into this show because you like Cara, um, hopefully we, you enjoyed us as well. We're going to have Cara thank on you. again. Um, definitely let uh, Evelyn know. We would love to have her on 
on because people have no idea where she's at. And they're probably next time they're going to see her is if they like rob a liquor store and they show up to court and then there's Evelyn. <laughs> I mean, if there's anything scarier than just going to court, it's going to court and facing Evelyn, I'd imagine. Um, Cara, do you have anything we can plug for you before we let you go? You've done so much for us. What can we do for you? <laughs> um, I don't have anything yet. I'll let you know when I open up my gym. But for right now, I'm just saving all of my money to build my obstacle course gym when I retire from the challenges. And at that point, I will ask you to plug that. But right now, um, I know I've gotten some questions. So I know about my Etsy store. I, I make perfumes and jewelry and stuff for my Etsy store. But I have not been home long enough to make anything or put orders together. So um, it's it's on hold for now, but I will open it again. And that's uh, Miss Cara Maria on Etsy.com. The shop is still on hold right now. Um, other than that, uh, I have nothing. Just Par- uh, uh, parting words of just, advice for your for your loyal fan base there, who literally worship at the altar of Cara oh, Maria. No, Jesus. no, no. I don't, and I hate that. I hate even the word fan. I don't look at anybody as a fan. Me like, too. Yeah, I hate that word. Like it puts it puts people on a different level. I think like it makes you feel like you're on a different level than someone else. And I just want to thank people for having my back and for supporting. That's what me I say from day one. Been, yeah. And That's I'd like all. to thank and I'd like to thank my fans as well. Uh, you mean a lot. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Well, we've got some ideas for Carl. We're gonna hit her up after this in in next couple of days, right, Scott? We got some, we got a couple ideas. Oh yeah, oh, I love ideas. Yeah. All right. Well, Cara, yeah. thank you so much. You're the best. Uh, your fans rock thank too. You. This was an all time episode. I think everyone's gonna dig it. Tune into the next one, Cara. Thank you so much for the kind words. I appreciate you coming on. Hopefully, you can call, you'll come on again. And uh, yeah. we, you know, we didn't we didn't bother you too much. Um, no, I had but, so much uh, fun. Thank you for letting me. It was like a therapy session. Thank you. Oh, that's what we want to yeah, do. We want to. Yeah, we're always here for you, and we won't. We won't charge you that jacked up therapy rate. And uh, we t- we're on call. <laughs> we're on call. We we book appointments via text as well. Thanks for having me, you guys. Awesome. It's great to meet you, Carl. You're awesome, Carl. You too. Catch you later. All right, everybody, there's your girl, Cara Maria. You pleaded for her, you asked for her, she came on, and she delivered, folks. I don't want to hear anything about this episode not being long enough for you because she stayed, even when we were trying to be nice and, and, and get her out of here, she was like, no, guys, keep going with the questions. And uh, I literally went through every one I had written down, so I apologize we didn't get to your question this time. She'll be on again, so keep it up. D, what would you think of Cara? Listen, for your first time back, all right, and our first podcast back after your honeymoon, I think uh, – I think the fans deserve a, a, a blowout, a banger, um, just like uh, tonight's uh, showdown between me and Josh is going to be a fucking banger. Um, so that's what you got with Cara Maria. I mean, you were right. I mean, she was great. I mean, like, how, how more awesome could she be? I was like, oh, my gosh, she's getting pissed. Uh, but it turns out she, she liked their questions more than she liked mine. So, uh, you know, I mean, how, how, how awesome, how much more awesome can she be? So, and she seemed like she, she'd come back. So um, She will be again. back, guys. So keep Challenge Mania in your iTunes, because next time she comes back, we're not even going to let you know. No, I'm just kidding. We'll let you know. But to all the Cara Maria fans out there who joined us this week for Cara, we'd love it if you'd stick around. Our next episode is dedicated entirely to the Derek versus Joss showdown. We should have a special guest for that. And we're going to keep the good guests coming. If you guys are a fan of the challenge, 
You guys are going to love the guests we have on the show. You're going to love the conversations we have every week. So welcome aboard. We appreciate all the love. Uh, we appreciate Cara bringing us so many new fans and so much love this week, like only she can do. I mean, look, there are some fan favorites out there. We love Mark Long. We love Bananas. I've never been hit up on Twitter by at BananasMark41. I've never been hit up on Twitter by at I'm the biggest banana fan. He's Jesus.com42. That doesn't happen. Cara Marie is the only one who you guys are out there using her face as your Twitter logo, using her name in your Twitter uh, name. She's the only person who has the fans that she has in the way that she does. And you just heard her on our show for 90 minutes. The reason she has that fan base is because she's 100%. She keeps it 100 all the time. She's all positive energy. She's a positive influence. She's a great role model for women and girls out there on TV. And you see it. When people try to bring the heat, they try to bring the drama, they try to bring the negative energy, even if it's in the form of defending her, you know, she lets them know, hey, guys, keep it classy, all on the up and up, but no shaming, you know, and none of that stuff. And, and that's what's great about her, and that's why you guys love her, and that's why I think she was – I'm going to go out and say this. I know I say this every time. I think that was our best episode ever, D. Well, that's what we do. We just – we keep trumping other ones. I mean, I can't say all of them were, were the best, but I just feel like – Every, like it just these new faces, new people that come on Challenge Mania just kind of bring the thunder because we're asking questions that they don't get every day. You know what I mean? They, they don't they can't answer these questions in long form. You can't, you know, in 140 characters or less, you got to answer these questions and not everyone sees it. So with us, a lot of people are hearing about it. A lot of people are getting uh, the, the, the full their full questions answered. So, um, you know, we're talking. Uh, 32 seasons, 31 seasons of challenges, challenge history. You know what I mean? From Mark Long to Cara Maria um, to, you know, the newest guy. We're going to probably talk to Joss next. Kyle's on deck at some point. I got Kyle lined up. So um, we're going to find out from these Brits, you know, what the fuck they really think about the challenge. Guys, what happens, though, D, if Joss isn't even good to hold a phone to his ear come Wednesday? That's what I want to know. <laughs> well, let's we're going to find out, you know. Yeah. Guys, you, go, you know. If you saw that elimination between Nelson and Corey with the flaming soccer ball and debated seriously never watching the show again, we are glad you stuck with it because this elimination tonight is the exact opposite of that. <laughs> and it will remind you and it will remind every viewer and hopefully it will remind the good old folks at Buna Murray why Derek is, like Cara called him on this episode, a Spartan warrior. This is Sparta. This is Challenge Mania. And Derek's bringing the heat tonight, and we're going to bring the heat to the next episode of Challenge Mania. Let's get him out of here with some house cleaning, D, because this was a long one, but I know they loved every second of it. M- uh, at Cara Maria MTV on Twitter, at Derek MTV on Twitter, at Shot of Jaeger on Twitter. Once we let you know who our next guests are, keep the questions coming. You guys killed it this week. To quote TJ Lavin, you killed it this week with the questions. Thank you so much. Keep subscribing, rating, and reviewing on iTunes. If you don't have iTunes, Google Play, Podbean. Keep telling your friends, especially on that challenge Reddit. We love hearing about the show down there. We love hearing about all the quotes and the moments that you guys love from the show and keeping people interested. And we are coming with the news, guys. We're going to have some merch coming for pre-order very soon. Stay tuned on that. 
Derek will have the stickers with him in tow in Philadelphia. And this might be the last opportunity to get those old throwback stickers. I know you guys saw the new Challenge logo, Challenge Mania logo. Thank you so much for the love on that. That old Challenge Mania logo is officially our throwback logo. It will only exist in sticker form and not for too much longer. So uh, holler at D when you see him in Philly. Remember, it's challengethrowdown.com. That's where to get the jerseys. The D is signing as we speak. It's where to get the tickets for Philly. And it's where to get all the info on the New York event, which will be where we are launching Challenge Mania Live. My good friend Derek, do you have anything else before people cozy up, make some popcorn, sit down on their couch, and get ready to watch you whoop some ass on vendettas? Well, let's hope I whoop some ass. But uh, win, win, or draw. Um, I think uh, I think everyone's up out for uh, uh, should expect a rude awakening uh, from both sides. So yeah, and if Joss and if Joss gets back from the dentist in time after he gets that reconstructive jaw surgery done, we will have. I'm just kidding, Joss. Uh, we're gonna have some great guests coming at you. First things first is gonna be Joss to talk about this legendary showdown tonight. Thanks again to our guest at Car Maria MTV on Twitter. If you enjoyed hearing her on the show, let her know. Shouts to Emily Schramm uh, who got quite the shout out in there. And theimpact.com/slash/mania. Use the code Mania. That's how you get 15% off the Impact and a little bit of her uh, merchandise as well. Uh, thank you guys. I'm back, ladies and gentlemen. Challenge Mania is back in full force, as you've heard. We've got a lot of things going on. Episode 21 was a good one. Episode 22 is going to be even better. We're on the up and up, folks. This is Challenge Mania. Thank you so much for being a part of it. We can't do it without you. Peace out. Okay, guys. Well, unfortunately for you, this thing's just out here on Challenge Mania. So uh, take care of yourself, and I hope we see you in the future. Have you ever wanted to do your best impression of CT carrying Johnny Bananas around like a backpack on Cutthroat? Well, now you can with the M-Pack, the fully functional backpack that doubles as a weight training pack. And our girl Emily Schramm is nice enough to hook up Challenge Mania listeners with 15% off your entire order. Just go to www.thempack.com slash mania and enter the code mania at checkout. Now, I know what you might be thinking. Scott, who do you think I am? Leonardo Decathlon? I'm not ready to carry an impact full of weights yet. I sit around listening to you and D all day and watching Vendetta's trailers. Well, Impact also has really cool-looking gear as well. They've got soft, comfy sweatpants, a really dope hat, t-shirts, and some other gear that looks good on everyone and makes awesome gifts for the active person or challenge fan in your life. So if you want to show some love to one of the nicest challenge competitors around, Emily Schramm, and support the Challenge Mania podcast, all while scoring some sick new threads, workout gear, or backpacks in the process, go to www.theimpact.com mania. And remember to use the code mania to get 15% off your whole order. Not 10%, we're talking 15% off. Anybody who cops some gear sends DNI a pick of you sporting it, we'll be sure to retweet you, shout you out on the show, and show you some love. You've worked so hard for all the things you have. The salary, the status, the success. And with that image, there's a drink. One to unwind, one to loosen up, one to take the edge off. But how do you know when a drink is more than just a drink? We get it. We can help. Karen's Grandview program has been helping accomplished people just like you regain their lives. Talk to us. Visit karen.org slash Grandview. Big Mac, Chicken McNuggets. No, Big Mac and Quarter Pounder with cheese. Or filet fish 
You'd be doing the same thing if you were at McDonald's because you can choose not just one, but two of your favorites for just six bucks. Tasty Big Mac, crispy 10-piece chicken McNuggets, juicy quarter pounder with cheese, or savory filet fish Enjoy two of your all-time favorites for just six bucks, if you can decide on the two. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price.